we are what brings life to this country and we're so disrespected. Welcome to Black Girl Voices, a podcast created to cultivate change through conversation, community, and education while centering, uplifting, and amplifying the voices of Black women, girls, and femmes. Here we will talk about everything from trending topics to Black history to our own personal experiences as Black women. It's like a coffee chat with your best girlfriends. We will laugh, cry, keep it real, and most importantly, get uncomfortable. We are your hosts, Siobhan Montgomery Haynes and Caroline J. Sumlin. Come on in, girl. We have a lot to talk about. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Black Girl Voices. I'm Caroline J. Sumlin. And I'm Siobhan Montgomery Haynes. And we are going to dive in. It is March, so you guys know that it is International Women's History Month. Um, when you guys are listening to this, we have already had International Women's History Day. Um, so we are just going to talk a little bit about just, well, it's Black Girl Voices, so obviously Black women. And we're going to talk about some of the disparities we face. We'll talk a little bit about why there is an International History Women's History Month to begin with, because I know, you know, the people out there, the, the, the what about people are probably wondering why we need a, a month specifically for women so um, I feel like I don't get I don't I don't imagine that being said to the degree that it that it said about like black history month you know what I'm saying because you know, women's I history that, but I got is, a comment on black girl voices about um, it kind of being bs like women's history month uh women's history day being bs and like why we needed it and feminism being a whole crock of the well, like yeah the, there's the yeah thing. I guess there are definitely anti-feminist people out there so very true I just I was just I feel like because women's history month is like the time that white women finally get to have their moment too oh yeah I feel like the the, the degree to which the pushback well, yeah the de- yeah is not as is not as great Oh, for sure. Anytime it's like not centered around black people, because I definitely think women's history, but obviously we're highlighting black women, but I I definitely think it's very focused around white women a lot. You know, we often hear about Susan B. Anthony and all, you know, all of the white women pioneers and, and all of those things. But obviously, uh, you know, we have international women's month and day to celebrate uh, the strides that women have made culturally, politically, culturally, um, and also bring attention to the disparities too. So I just want to give a quick rundown of why we had it in case anybody was wondering, uh, probably not any of our listeners, but, um, and then let's talk a little bit about why we highlight like black women disparities. Cause I think a lot of times they're like, okay, well it's all women. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I think if we don't recognize the most marginalized, what's the most marginalized? And that's what people fail to realize. What's the most marginalized gets taken care of? Everyone's taken care of. Like for mm-hmm. so long, we've been using the, the BS trickle down effect. Like, oh, like once white men, after white men give some power to, the, to white women, then white women can pass it down to black women. And we've been, we've been doing that and waiting around for these breadcrumbs for the longest. And I'm over it. It obviously does not work. We don't get our quote unquote actual 
whatever's supposed to be trickling down. And um, I think the biggest thing that we we often hear about during this month is the pay gap. So something that I just read, I thought was, was very interesting. We hear a lot about like just the pay gap between women and men, but I just read that it takes Black women 19 months to be paid what the average white man makes in a year. Yeah, I've, I've heard that as well. It's crazy. Like I've always heard it broken down at like cents, like the 65 cents to a dollar or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it down broken down in months. So like we have to work. I mean, I, I think we know that we have to work twice as hard, but just hearing about it in, in terms of months. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it's it's something that we've we know it exists. Like it's it's ne- there's never right. not been a different reality in being women, and then of course being black women. You know, I think sometimes I get like a little. What's the term I'm looking for? Just kind of like jaded, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, I guess so, because I'm just like, I know I'm oppressed. I know, I know, I know we're oppressed. Like, I, I know. Right. Um, and it can feel defeating sometimes to remind yourself of the statistics of the realities of it all, um, especially because it's our reality, right? It's not something that we're coming at this from the perspective of we don't belong to this marginalized group. And so we're learning about it. And then there's like that shock factor or that, you know, like that just, I didn't have an idea or wow, like that's just really terrible for them. Like, and of of course, like, I understand that we are in places of privilege in comparison to other marginalized groups. And so there will be times where we are talking about something from about um a, another group of people that are more marginalized than we are you know say for example um you know black women who are part of the lgbtqia community that would be oh, absolutely. A, an experience that we could not be able to relate to fully and then we would have more of that that sympathy mindset but it's not our lived reality so we had that privilege to turn it on and off right. but i guess like with these specifics just about being black women it's kind of like, yeah, story of my life. Like, right, right. I know I live it every day. day. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I get that because I I think I feel that, especially when we talk about like black trans women Mm -hmm. and, um, some of the statistics of just their, their lives, like just the, the, the statistics in which they're being killed. Right. Like that is something that I think obviously, we know like racism exists, we know hatred exists, but that still shocks me mm-hmm. when I read about those mm-hmm. things. Like it's still heartbreaking to me. Not saying like our own experiences, like you said, aren't heartbreaking, but that's still something that is like a big wow factor to me. And and definitely like just want to take a moment just to say like our hearts definitely goes out to the trans community and, and anybody you know, facing those statistics or look staring those statistics in the face. Like I could not imagine that added layer of trauma on top of being black mm-hmm. or on top of being a black woman, really. So right, right. Absolutely. For sure. Definitely. Um, this year's 
theme is break the bias. Not sure how we got there because I'll just kind of read what they said for break the bias. I was going to say, let, can we get some context? Yeah. Um, okay. This is like the, the small little paragraph it says, imagine a gender equal world, a world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination, a world that is diverse, equitable, and inclusive, a world where difference is valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all break the bias. Not going to lie, it sounded kind of performative and imaginary to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't see, I don't see that world. Uh, well, free from bias and stereotypes and discrimination like it just eh, I don't know I wasn't really impressed with this year's theme and the first thing that comes to my mind is kind of like how when we're talking about fighting for racial equality versus equity right right and a lot of you know white people like to say equality we're colorblind we can't even see who you are we'll just pretend like it doesn't exist right. and you guys we're can just figure it out where you are and just kind of forget everything that happened in the past. So even though you have been, you know, running the same race, but you have twice, three, four times as many hurdles to jump over, you still like, we're, we're not, we're, we're going to pretend like those hurdles don't exist. And if we just happen to win, we just happen to win. Like that's the mindset when we talk about racial equality versus equity. And of course, those of us that are running over those hurdles, we're saying, ah, 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 you have to get the hurdles out of our way first before we right. can, and that's equity, which will lead to the actual equality, right? But then when we want to get the hurdles out of the way, the other folks are like, whoa, 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 getting the hurdles out of the way gives you way too much attention and gives you way, like now now it's reverse racism, okay? Because no one's getting our hurdles out of our way, right? It's that same thing. Right. So I bring that up to say that there is a, a fine line, like when, when we're talking about gender, what did, I forgot what the first line said, but something about, I don't know if it was, um, it wasn't neutral, but was it a gender equal world? Gender equal world. Okay. So like, yes and no, because unfortunately that equal world still submits to patriarchal, um, a, a patriarchal system, a patriarchal culture, right. right? We live within a world that operates out of a man's way of thinking, a man's hormonal cycle, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And it's yes, like gender itself, like the identity of gender is a choice, but a person's body is going to operate based on what set of hormones they have. So if you have right. the female hormones that are giving you the monthly cycles and the and and you and not just the three, four, five days out of the month where you have a monthly bleed, but we're talking about every single day of a of a month for a woman of a, of the cycle is something different. And we have been forced to conform our femininity into this masculine world and that itself is unhealthy that itself is what's giving women the issues that they have from the um the hormonal imbalances from the pcos to the endometriosis to right. the fertility problems to um you know higher rates of 
breast cancer and ovarian cancer and everything else, because we are being forced to ignore the fact that our bodies and, and as a result, the rest of our cells, bodies, minds, spirits, souls operate in a different way than a man's do. So what I'm saying is that there, there still needs to be an equity lens when it comes to when it comes to being women. And that doesn't mean that women right. can't do anything that men can do, but it means that the way the, the, the accommodations that are given to women need to be a little bit different. And that's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying completely. Like it's, it's instead of like trying to force it to just operate as just this, like, kind of like when they said gender equal it, it, it almost sounds like they're forcing it to just like us all operate as one gender but it, we're, we're not we're you not know I mean? yes we're not and we do need those accommodations and because we need those accommodations it doesn't make us any less strong it doesn't make us any mm-hmm. less intelligent or less capable but the world sees it as such it's kind of like oh mm-hmm. women need this women need, women need more accommodations women are more emotional and and those things don't those that's not a bad thing our differences don't make us a bad thing but we do need to be accommodated as such and I think mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm glad you brought that up that makes a lot of sense yeah I mean there's masculine healthy masculine and healthy feminine energy are meant to complement each other mm-hmm. they're meant to work well together so just like me, men can say oh, there are two X, Y, and Z thing here that could be somebody operating in an, un, that, that could be indicative of, I should say, unhealthy feminine energy. I'm not saying that just because they're saying that that means that person is, I'm just saying that there are instances where because like any, there's, there's, there's instances on any, every spectrum. I'm trying to say like, for example, masculine energy can be great, but it can also be operating in a very unhealthy state, controlling, um, you know, dominating, um, insert words here that I cannot think of. I, I, there was this really cool, like graphic that I saw. I'm going to pull it up in a minute that talks about the different traits of like unhealthy, masculine, unhealthy, feminine, and then healthy, masculine, and healthy, feminine. And just like we can like, you know, someone, they, they, the thing is both unhealthy and healthy, masculine is seemed to be all good, but all both unhealthy and, and healthy feminine is, is see, is seen as all bad. And that's right. the, that, that's the incorrect, different, different needs, different energies, different strengths does not equal bad. And that's right. what our patriarchal society has painted out feminism to be, or just a woman in general to, right. to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think even like just mainstream society, like I think of things when they're like, oh, women are just as strong as men. And it's like, but if we're not okay, you know what I mean? Like, right. why are we striving so hard to be like men? Like, why aren't we just like women, you know what right. I mean? Like, or like whatever, you know what I mean? Why are we striving so hard to just this, to strive for this toxic masculinity, this masculine goal, Right. you know? Um, right. And I, I think that's a lot of, a lot of where people kind of get turned off by feminism too. For sure. Um, for sure. But I think even just breaking down this, this this year's campaign theme like kind of how we broke down the first line I feel like whoever wrote it I mean definitely I feel like it came from a white person and it came from a place of privilege because okay we we did the first line the second line a world free of bias stereotypes and discrimination how can we ask that of for women 
when black people as a whole aren't even getting that right absolutely you know what I mean yeah for your bias stereotypes and discrimination there's a whole group of people more than just one group I mean you know more but obviously we're black so we're talking about the black perspective there's a whole group of people who are experiencing all three of the things that you just listed so how are we calling for it to stop for just women does that include black women as well i mean of um, course the person who wrote it was like of course it does but like it, right. it you can well, say what you want to say but that's that that's that's definitely not not the case like and i think that's yeah. maybe why i'm not feeling the campaign theme because then mm-hmm. we go on a world that is diverse equitable and inclusive like oh it just sounds very fairy tale of a world where difference is valued and celebrated again very fairy tailed um and then together we can forge women's equality but we haven't been we've we we haven't been for the longest so yeah it, it just it's giving very once upon a time disney fairy tailed happily ever after I mean, we need to discuss the things that that have to happen in order for us to get there. I mean, I would, I would, there's a I lot would to say that <laughs> pretty much anyone who is an advocate or an activist for for civil or human rights would say that all of these things are the end goal, right? An equitable society is the end goal. Like that's hands down a society yeah. where you know the differences are celebrated and everyone's you know holding hands and singing kumbaya is the goal. Is that ever going to really be the reality on this side of heaven probably not because humans aren't perfect like there's no way that we're ever going to have a utopia and I think it's important to understand that we're never get to a utopia but we can definitely work to be the best version of humanity that we can be Um, but again what has to happen in order for us to get there number one we can't, can't get there if we can't even agree that 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 uh, birthing people should have and a curse <laughs> should have paid time <laughs> off when they push right. out of their vaginas or right. get a human cut out of their uterus Come or that now. women should have autonomy over their own body yes I mean like there's n- none of these things can happen taking race out of the out of the equation to be honest with you if we literally can't get a bill passed passed excuse me that has this is a standard minimum, very of, minimum, uh, uh, bare, bare <laughs> minimum of twelve weeks off when you have given birth to a full human, a whole person. Mind you, most European countries happily give women an entire year of paid time off and then some. Right. But we can't even get a dime. So there's no equity happening until it's insane to me because like that. those same people who don't want to, you know, give the time off and the and the and the the paid leave, those same people want women to be at home with children. They, you know what I mean? They want women to play what what they would call an old-fashioned role. Like we know that women play whatever roles they want to now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, in their eyes, that is the women's role, right? To yeah. be home with the kids and the, and the blah blah blah. So like it's so crazy to me that it's 
it's not necessarily that you don't want us to be home it's that you don't want us to be paid for doing so oh absolutely yes we don't you know there's because what once once we give women money to do so we give them more freedom we give them more power we give them more we give them autonomy we can't keep them in their place so yeah i mean that's that's very clear and we can talk all we can all day long these senators out there can say well it's because of this debt and this debt and this debt no 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 sir oh because you on. will make room in a budget for a cause that you feel is worthy of making room for war so and for bully. that so let's yes, yeah that. there's always room in the budget for war there's always room in the budget for more funding for the police yeah and this yeah, this is what we mean by that. equity i would i mean there's so many things like as far as women's equity that i mean we need to have two paid days off a month for our cycles those of us that are having monthly cycles I agree with that there because like it, just like that you know that 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 tiktok or um whatever that's going around that's talking about how doctors have finally stated that women's menstrual cramps are as painful as a heart attack yes so if a man has a heart attack at work are they just gonna if they had a monthly heart attack would they just be at work every month or would they have that time off we know they'd have that time off. So if women are having monthly heart attacks out in their vaginas and their uteruses, then they should be paid. That should be that should be a separate budget for two days PTO. And that's right. not if two days is asking the bare minimum. Right. It's not a weakness. It's not, they're not contributing. It's not, they're not these things will make women more productive and a greater yeah. asset to the society to the marketplace as a whole we yeah. can't be the asset that we are able to be that we're capable and of being because we don't get anything that allows us to care for the vehicles that are that is our bodies that will allow us to do that work right so right. it's so crazy that we are the we are what brings life to this country and we're so disrespected you know what i mean those same senators and representatives and, and things who vote against it had a mother who brought forth life to get them here Mm-hmm. but it's so just disrespected or just downplayed or looked you know what i mean or looked down on um, yep. Yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy to me. But we know that even women in their most exceptional form, it doesn't matter. It it, do, it doesn't matter. It's looked down on or it's it's just not appreciated. Because I was thinking, as we think about, you know, this being women's history month and we think about exceptional women, I was thinking on uh how President Biden announced um his historic pick for federal judge. Um Gosh, I hope I don't butcher her name. Is it Katanji? Mm-hmm. I think it's Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson uh, for Supreme Court. And I have never in my life heard anyone question any other Supreme Court, Supreme Judge person's qualification probably did that shit to Thurgood Marshall but you know we weren't alive so oh yeah yeah well yeah exactly so so I never heard it still but we've never heard anyone else's qualifications be questioned 
like hers has. Especially that white woman that Trump put in there who was less qualified, but oh God, <laughs> what was her name? I don't remember. Amy. <sighs> I mean, Trump himself wasn't Barrett, even qualified. Trump himself Tony. wasn't even qualified. Right. The president of the United States. Right. Exactly. Like has had no nothing. So, I mean, even in our most exceptional form, I think about how we can't even get respect. Mm-hmm. And that's because we are Black. I mean, and that has everything to do with her skin color because we have plenty of, or I shouldn't say plenty, but we have a plethora of white women in positions and their uh, qualifications and um, ability to do their jobs were not questioned. Mm-hmm. So I just, I mean, I thought about that and I just got me going got me pissed i mean i i knew that was gonna happen so i it's another one of those like yeah not surprised it's just so i don't know i i want to say i'm not i'm not surprised by certain things it's just like the blatant disrespect like the slaps in the face like i guess i just don't get used to the slap in the face like it's very blatant you know what i mean like it's becoming more and more blatant more and more bold more and more just like yeah we said we said it and right you know and I just felt like that was very very bold I mean it it honestly goes to show that a there needs to be a lot more legislation written around racism discrimination etc etc like you even posted on your Instagram today and you posted what I thought like we just now getting around to passing this anti oh my bill. god yes I was not everybody's like oh this is a great time in history for what you know how many people have been lynched right and those are just reported that little I think I wrote 6700 that's just reported we know it's like right exactly way. it's 2022 and we just passed an anti-lynching bill so that said <laughs> like it's, it's I, I laughable like there needs to be so many bills passed that it's there could never be a way to even like sneak it in like you're like you're like you're going to get caught you should be so fearful for the the repercussions of your actions if you should you know we can't control people doing private but publicly display racism and discrimination and that should be commentary that should be You know, and it's like, of course, there's going to be those free speech folks that come in like, well, it's freedom of speech. Yeah, freedom of speech. Great. Like you can freedom of speech as far as like you have the freedom to protest or you have the freedom to, you know, um, I don't know. That that was all. eh, That's hard because that was all about the media. That was all about journalism, newspapers, et cetera. You have the freedom to write and speak your mind. And, you know, that would. Also, and I still believe that. that if if we say that, then that then there's going to be you know people that of course talk about the opposite, like people like us. Like, well, right. you can't say this either. So let me back that up. Actually, now that I've talked that out, I'm realizing somebody will come to us. Somebody, right? Exactly. <laughs> that it's that's but it, it there's it's it's so it's I don't know I don't know it it it's at a loss because it just feels like common sense is freedom of speech doesn't include hatefulness. It just right, like like sense, absolutely yeah. that, that there we go like the actual blatant hatefulness like if you are yes you know saying racist comments or um or misogynistic comments or right you know um homophobic sexist 
excuse me, or homophobic, like you said, those particular comments should be no. Right. And you can still exercise your right to freedom of speech and exercise your opinions without being hateful. Being an asshole. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, there's, I think that's what I'm trying to say, but it's just like, but I get it. It is like that fine line. It's like, yeah. As soon as you start censoring their freedom of speech, then the other side comes for us. Oh, for sure. And that that backlash is always tenfold. So it's sometimes I I think think we're not saying anything hateful. It sounds so like common sense. Like we're advocating for everybody. You know, like but they don't see it like that because they feel as though because the highlight is on black people or like the the spotlight i guess right then it's not about them but it's like we didn't make it that way we did not create the united states of america and write in the constitution constitution (laughs) sorry (laughs) we take i didn't know was it boston where were we going just now (laughs) constitution it's like a (laughs) cheese that like caught me off guard I was like (laughs) okay (laughs) we didn't write in the constitution and we didn't write additional laws um, post constitution and even prior to the constitution that were centered around the idea of the negro and their freedom and their property right. and their being three-fifths of a person and da, 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 da. like from the moment you know what i'm saying like we did not do that like it's not our fault that historically from the moment they got here into the in in the transatlantic transatlantic you know my gosh transatlantic slave trade was on and popping to the actual um you know official founding of the country in 1776 and everything else thereafter like it's not our fault that the focus was on the negro right right and that and that they that they even though they created those racist ideas first and then tried to find science to back it up after that right because you know we we all know the story that it was it was started off as being like well we're christians we're puritans we're we're protestants and we're english or we're dutch or we're this and the africans are not christians and they're heathens and so we have right to have dominion over them and to to capture them and enslave them and same thing when they saw you know of course indigenous people but without enslavement but genocide um and then assimilation so we know that and then of course it's like okay you know what do we have to do to make it so that all the white people can be on our side about the enslavement and da, da, da. okay we'll make the two races we and then they then they added on you know mongoloid and i read recently austroid australoid which was hmm. australian um so the four categories of race was caucasoid um mongolian Mon- mongoloid excuse me australoid and negroid and then they created that or they they did quote-unquote research about the size of the skulls and created the skull theory that the person that was caucasian they had the largest skull so they were the smartest which means they were superior right Mm -hmm. all that being said like we didn't do this to ourselves right we didn't spotlight all put the focus on us they right (laughs) 
from from the moment, from the inception, right. from all that to the to the enslavement, to the Black Code, to the Jim Crow, et cetera, et cetera, to the mass incarceration, to you know the 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 movies, the the um whatever that one movie that I can't think of right now. It's not gone. Uh, you know the motion picture that made everyone you know that that talked about uh, blah, 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 i can't think of it what did it talk about i've talked about it in previous episodes oh my gosh you are you know the first motion not the first motion picture may have been the first motion picture but it highlighted the negro as some sort of like you know um rapist and they use a lot of blackface oh and, um, um, um nation born nation yeah uh, born uh um uh nation a nation birth nation. of a nation thank you birth of a nation <laughs> thank you <laughs> i knew i had nation in it <laughs> thank you um so anyway from from that from the birth of a nation to just every single thing like every single thing has been about the inferiority of the negro right <laughs> so right. You've spent how many hundreds of years at this point trying to make the Negro inferior and we and have yet to succeed. And so now we're like over it, really, really. Absolutely. So now we are being like, nope, we got to undo this. And now the spotlight is on us in a in a reverse kind of way. Like, what do you expect? Like, if it was any other racial group, it would be the same way that happened to be on the bottom. But it just happens to be us. I feel like we're not talking about Women's History Month anymore. I'm sorry. We should go back to that. But no, I mean, I feel like all of this is relative, though, because I feel like we can't talk about Women's History Month and feminism, which we've touched on, and not talk about the. Just the what? The Constitution. What? Constitution. Did I say constitution? Part of it again. <laughs> oh my god. I... What in the world? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving it in the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> you have just, to explain i just re- i just reheard myself in my constitution. oh the constitution oh i was like wait what did i say constitution what no, <laughs> no i'm sorry i just i just i was listening to you but then it just popped in my head it's not like a quack caroline like a apparently has visited boston this week um so just you know i was actually thinking it was like to- more like wisconsin that is kind of like wisconsin Mm -hmm. it reminds me of family guy (laughs) okay i'm sorry i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm sorry no but we can't we can't we can't address feminism and women international uh women's month and not also address you know the 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 most marginalized right kind of like what i said in the beginning if we don't if we don't fix that problem then the problem of like women in general like i know that we, there, there's this thought that like again that trickle down thing but that trickle down thing's never going to work if we don't help the most marginalized there's not going to be any progress regardless of what others think so I mean I, I feel wanna... like this conversation had to happen and I and I we don't always have to have the traditional women's you know like a, a lot of people are having these conversations like oh go women and I'm here for it but like sometimes we have to break it down and like talk about it right and I I, I want to highlight that it doesn't mean that both can't happen we can advocate for you know equity equality that affects women at large while also making sure 
that there's still the priority on, excuse me, the most marginalized women, which would be number one, trans black women. Yes. You know, number two, queer black women. Yeah. And then number three, cis black women. So that still needs to be. And we've got a whole ass state coming for the queer and the trans right now. Um, Florida looking at you, asshole um descent descentes whatever his name is but um descentes uh but yeah so when we have when we have situations like that where we have entire bills being passed where we can't even say the word gay by the way uh yeah that cis white women are not going to be our priority Mm -hmm. right that's what it is yeah yep it's it's frustrating for sure it's frustrating for sure it and i was listening to a podcast i was listening to woke af daily um by what something moody i forget her name but anyway um and she was talking about like all of these things have to matter like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think that's that yeah. that's that's what i'm trying to say it's like she was talking about like you know the war in ukraine but also Eighteen thousand things that are happening here at home too like that matters and these things matter too like right they all have to be given attention and not saying one person you listening to this has to give all of your attention to all the things what i'm saying is like in every single circumstance we're fighting for something we're fighting for something to be to be better to be made right to improve speaking specifically about women in, in women's equality, then it's that we have to look at that there's there's separate categories in this fight and they all must be given proper attention. And, and the percentage of attention may be more like, okay, we're giving, you know, the biggest piece of the pie to the most marginalized women of color. Right. And we're giving a smaller piece of the pie of our attention of that this pie is about attention to all women and things that affect you know white women and black women or whatever right right it doesn't mean it's the whole pie is just to trans black women and nobody else either right because that would also be ignoring the fact that there's still major disparities just with with women in general no matter what race you are going back to you know birthing a human right doesn't matter what race you are if you're a woman and you have a vagina, you don't have paid leave. You don't have paid leave to birth a human. Right. Or I should say if you're a person with a vagina. A person with a vagina. I was I was thinking when you said that I was like trying to process, I was like, wait, person. Okay. We're still learning. We're still right. learning, you know, be correct. New and, terms. And all of the things and you know, make sure we're not disrespecting anybody, but you know, it all comes from a good place. But no, I think that's great. And I think um I think the books I want to sh- kind of shout out Hood Feminism by M- Mickey Kindle breaks it down great because she talks about how we don't think about certain things as uh, feminist issues like gun violence, uh, mm. food insecurities, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And those are huge. Fe- if it affects a woman, it's a feminist issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those are things that people homelessness, women on their periods homelessness yeah all of those things um 
and Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. I think I talk about Dr. Brittany Cooper a couple times in these episodes. I love her. But those books especially kind of break down feminism um, in an intersectional, through an intersectional lens. And so I think they're, they're good reads for everybody listening. That's good. We'll try to link those in the show notes for you. And maybe yeah. we can end the episode. I finally, I was looking for the graphic all day long. I mean, all day <laughs> all getting all podcast recording on your way back from boston time (laughs) (laughs) while you're reading the constitution (laughs) (laughs) what the heck who am i it's not me guys it's not caroline okay um so this graphic that i'm holding in my hand here (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) welcome to mtv groups i don't know why that just like (laughs) what is this okay i don't know okay wounded masculine healthy masculine wounded feminine feminine healthy feminine okay so the the traits of a wounded masculine attachment to success and this doesn't mean that's only a male that can do this women can have wounded masculine energy these are this is just about masculine energy and feminine energy women men you know cis not not cis trans whatever we all have hormones within our bodies and energies that we operate in and when you're wounded or healthy you can sway either way or both ways or whatever it doesn't really matter but a wounded masculine energy is attachment to success fear of failure need to be right aggressive cold and distant critical and judgmental Mm -hmm. selfish stuck in the mind not in touch with emotions defending himself herself and attacking a healthy masculine energy would be present without being distracted non-judgmental committed and powerful deep and powerful in like a, in a positive way, not like a right. domineering way. Um, deep integrity and humbleness, focus and discipline, supportive and encouraging, grounded and, and of service, honest, logical, and accountable. Now the wounded feminine energy is looking for external validation, being insecure, manipulative, manipulative, excuse me, stuck in victimhood, excessively attached, desperate for love, sacrificing herself or himself, overshares her emotions and has no boundaries. However, the healthy feminine would be strong and has boundaries, loving and supportive, vulnerable and compassionate, <laughs> vulnerable, compassionate and authentic, receptive and confident in her body, intuitive and creative, asks for what she needs, enjoying the, the process of creation, able to relate to others by listening, sharing and creating a community. So these are just energies. Wow. And I think we That's should, good. it's good. Yeah. We, you know, have both masculine and feminine energy and in all of us, of course, you know, women are going to probably have more feminine and men are going to have more masculine if they are, you know, cisgender, um, or have, you know, even like, you know, again, like if you, you're you're cisgendered or you have the hormones within your body to that, that are going to align with, you know, male or female, whatever, more testosterone in your body, more testosterone, more, or more estrogen, more estrogen. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was just kind of like a good way to like, I end like, it. like there's, you know, the, the, the wounded masculine is pretty much, if you really like, look at that, it's, it's like the, it's like white supremacy culture, mm. you know, that that's the, those are the white traits. supremacy patriarchy. Partially, yeah. Patriarchy, patriarchy. Which patriarchy is white supremacy and white supremacy feeds patriarchy. Like it's, yes. it, and that's, that is what pretty much dominates our society and therein lies the problem which is what we've been saying all along but I'm just I just right. 
it's important to understand like the wounded masculine energy dominating our society is like literally why we see so many of the problems that that we see we would if we had healthy masculine energy in in leadership we would not have Mm -hmm. so much of so many of the issues that we have now and the willingness to pass these oppressive and offensive and hateful laws and and just everything that we're seeing we, we would not be seeing that we would right. not be seeing it and we would all. have more women in leadership because when the the these men with the wounded masculine energy wouldn't feel so threatened by women for sure. in leadership for you know? sure for sure yeah i like that that's a perfect way to end it yeah so right. you know go be healthy i don't know sorry that was weird <laughs> go have healthy masculine and, and, and feminine up. energy guys end it because i'm, <laughs> We're I'm just gonna end this <laughs> we're gonna end this now but check out patreon it's in the show notes we will link we'll try to link whatever we, we talked about in the show notes what's our patreon episode for this month so they can oh guys love is blind oh okay first of all I'm not, I'm not holding back any spoilers by now you just watch it okay or or don't listen the to patreon the patreon episode will be full of spoilers it. It's going to be full of spoilers. Yeah, I'm not holding back. We're talking. We're giving our two okay. cents. Our and I'm caught up now. But we're going to be talking about not just like in the gossipy way. We're no. going to talk about, we're gonna talk also about in the cultural things. We're <laughs> going to talk about all of it. Like it's, it's going to be lit. So yes. if you're not subscribed to Patreon, I mean, we see Ooh, how many downloads there are. Sorry. We see how many y'all <laughs> listening to these episodes. And we know right. how many y'all on Patreon. So we know some of y'all not subscribe and it's like literally five dollars a month and it can be these extra episodes like i don't know what's wrong with you but anyway that's so small subscribe. that's so yes five dollars a month guys also if you have not rated and reviewed what's wrong with you go do that please we need to be more visible like on apple podcast yes you can For literally sure. just write this podcast is lit our podcast should be up there with all of the other black girl whatever podcasts yes. black girl heels black girl whatever like black girl voices should be there when you open sure. up yes we all know there. how it Help is us. as black women trying to get <laughs> there so reparations right. we have a hard enough time on instagram okay help us out on podcasts <laughs> all right, all right y'all. y'all thanks for being here we'll see you in the next episode bye thank you for listening to the black girl voices podcast If you loved today's episode, we would love it for you to leave us a five-star review. If you would like to support our work, visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blackgirlvoices or head to our show notes for the link. Lastly, we would love to hear from you. Come follow us on Instagram at blackgirlvoices and say hello. Remember, you are heard, you are seen, and you are loved. Your voice matters. You matter. See you next time.